This is CliffCentral.com. Mm. It's a Tuesday on CliffCentral.com. And I don't know about you, man. I was listening to that song and all I could do was just hum. You know when a song is so beautiful that you don't want to ruin it with your own voice? Like it's that good. Anyway, speaking of other things that are good, we have good people in the building tonight. Tonight, today, it's the afternoon. Mm-hmm. You can see someone's been traveling. I don't know what time of the day it is. Um, and I'm just glad to be back, man. I've missed you guys so much. I was listening to the the podcast last week, and I, t- I don't know. I was just like, listen, why do you exist? Why do you even need to be here? Job, what's going on? <laughs> I'm good on you, my brother. I'm hundred percent. Monatisi. Monatisi. So tell me, uh, you're not crying on Sundays? No, bro. I'm celebrating on Sundays. Uh, friends and all. Um, what was happening in the sun? You were having a lunch? You we're doing the most. It was, Thank you. Shout it out was, to Craigo Sexy yeah. for that one. Is it me or why? Why can't I hear myself on this thing? Are we on? We can no, hear we you, are. babe. Oh, oh my just god. Check, just check. Just check. <laughs> Because I mean, if we can't hear Craig or Sexy, I mean, then what's the point of doing the show? There be no like, show. Okay, are we sure we're on? Is everybody <laughs> sure? It's, it's, no, it's, we lie. It's a real thing. Yeah, anyway, yeah, anyway, yeah. It's good to have you back. Listen, I'm, I've, me for one, I've missed you guys so much. And while I was away doing my thing, living my life, my nine to five, trying to pay off my black tax, um, I was actually, I had some time to reflect. And look through all the shows that we've done previously. And one of the shows that did significantly well was one of the first shows that we did. Job, do you know what show that is? Because you're always with the numbers. That, that, that's Love and Other Drugs. Love oh, and Other Drugs. The, the first show that did well. Okay, not our first show. The first show that, that did, did well. well. Let's well, talk gay. Let's, let's talk gay. Let us talk gay. And why do you think that is? Look, man, it's controversy, right? Um, it's, it's, it's something that people always want to talk about, but I always hush, hush about yeah. it, tiptoeing around the issue, especially in communities today. So us bringing it on this platform and allowing people to more engage, like what, passively allows, allows them to come out of, out of the show. And but, I'll, t- and I'll, t- sorry. Yeah, Craig. From a social media perspective, I must say that show was well orchestrated because a week before, me and Les took a half-naked picture, and it was just sparked a lot of controversy. Oh. So obviously, people would be curious as to, uh, what the heck is going on here? Oh. So other than the fact that people are curious, I think we strategically planned it well. So let me tell you why I bring this up, right? So um, a week ago, I was in Ghana, okay? And let me just put it this way. Certain rules and laws in other countries are not the same as in South Africa. Absolutely. So I can tell you now, right? So... When it comes to that issue, because I was going through all our mails and all our WhatsApps, etc., and guys have always been saying, you know, like, we really want to follow up show on this. You know, we want to dig deeper into this. Cause I mean, clearly it's a hot topic right now. But I actually realized how crazy it was. Cause when we went to Swaziland, Craig and I were like, you know what? Let's just like mess around with people for a second. You know, let's take, I mean, Candace, you tell me if you see two, right? Mm-hmm. Men with decent physiques in one place. Mm-hmm. What's the, What's the automatic thing that comes to your mind? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? That I was in the bathroom when you guys took the shot. <laughs> 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 that we just wrapped a couple of things up a few seconds ago. Well, okay, you know what? And you, wrong <laughs> person to us. That is so deep. I need wrong to, I, person to us. You know, I need to... I, and I keep forgetting, Kenneth. Kenneth mm. keeps getting, catching me off guard. Um, <laughs> yeah, through you. Listen, listen. Some, Legit. Some people did think that. I mean, listen, 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 it is what it is, right? So some yeah. people did think that, right? 
And it was interesting But how people just jumped automatically to conclusions Absolutely okay? And that got me thinking in that One, that was super dangerous Because one, we were in a different country And we we're not quite sure what the laws were on that type of thing By the way And it's bad enough when we got into the country I got into a fight with a police officer But what are cases? Yeah, that's something else for another day yeah. So listen, on today's show um, And we started off with Macklemore um, Beautiful song, Same Love But there's a line there where he says where he says, oh, that's so gay, gets dropped on a daily. We become so numb to what we're saying. 100%. Mm-hmm. And that really hit me, and I really had to reflect on that. Because I know I've said that a couple of times. But what does it really mean to certain people when you say that? So let's find out. Candice, what does it mean? Well, I can't relate on a personal issue, but I know that it's derogatory at times when you just throw out the, so gay. But I, I also feel like, it's be- like, for real, that phrase has become sort of, we have become numb to that phrase. We'll go, oh my God. We're extremely numb to that. It's so gay. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Um, and very derogatory, but at that moment, you don't really think that you're hurting anyone's feelings because literally, but also the association then with what is so gay then to you, you know, type of thing. Like, it's bad. It's derogatory. Yeah. But, um, I said it type of thing. I said so, it. You know I said what? it. Sometimes I just feel like. And I we- think someone else could reflect better on this. Mm. Here's what I think. I think we have too many freedoms in this country. Also, that's what I think. So let me be controversial for a second, right? Too much of anything is a bad thing. Okay. Too much of anything is a bad thing, right? Not money. Uh, okay, definitely not money. <laughs> I would agree with you there. But I think, you know, just going back to what Candice was responding to, I, you know, as human beings, we've always liked to class people and we Absolutely. like to class different kind of things, whether it's through money, race, wisdom, how educated class. you are, who you sleep with. So naturally, the only way that people can identify or not identify with a certain type of group or people is to class them. Mm. So the moment that you hear somebody, for example, say something like, that is so gay, it's mm. almost the same thing that someone would say, oh, but that is such, such a sangan thing to do. Yes. That is such a oh color thing. Oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not necessarily derogatory, but it's got derogatory connotation. Exactly, to the person on the, yeah. res- the, the receiving end of it. Yeah, that's true. I would completely agree with it you. It might not even be on the to the person on the receiving end, but to the group at large. Yes. Because me and Nasero could be saying that's so gay. There's nobody gay around us. And somebody else, somebody else is dropping catches feelings. Catches feelings. So let me put it this way. So I wanted to elaborate, right? I think we've got too many freedoms. Mm-hmm. So for one, um, freedom of speech can be taken too far, right? Any decent lawyer, right, can go to a court and defend someone like Trump or defend someone like Penny Sparrow of what she said. Freedom of speech yeah. mm-hmm. It's something very easy to defend Right So I'm going to be a little bit Because I think too much of anything Is a problem So I do think that one In South Africa Perhaps maybe we just do Have too many rights Maybe we are just A little bit too entitled I don't know Maybe shoot me if I'm wrong Okay But another thing though is As people we do Like to people in boxes But I don't know If that's necessarily a bad thing Right So for example If Candace goes on a rage or a road rage stint, right? Yes or no? Just true or false? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is the narrative that colored people are violent? Is it true or false? And it's the most tired stereotype that I've ever come across. But yes. True or false? Um, they say they are. True or false? True. Craig was sexy. Yes. True or false? Right. Is the stereotype true? Right. That. 
Shangan men are oh, well endowed. The fam. True. Hold on. True or false? True. And there's actually the Shangan guy that likes me. Actually, you know what? Let me take that. <laughs> Thank you so much. So my thing, and the one thing that really disgraced my tits, okay, is when people say, don't class people, don't box people. I don't see color. I hate I don't see color so much because what's wrong with the color? Mm-hmm. And why are you lying? Of course you see color. Mm. You're not blind. You of course you see color. Naturally. Why are you lying to me that you don't see color? Now I'm sorry, I'm very passionate about this because I may have just had too much time to think on these things. But that's what I want to unpack today is that where do we draw the line? And I want to know from you guys. Cause I mean, Craig is right. He could say, listen, don't box people. There are shades of gray. Yeah. And I'm saying that's true. But majority of the time, and I'm Zulu. And I see a Zulu guy and I have a conversation with him and all of a sudden he's just angry for no reason. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with our people. Like we're just always ready for war. And like just let's converse. But it is a Zulu thing. It is a Zulu thing. But also, you know, just take into consideration the fact that um, people are sort of different. And uh, what I like, especially with a group like us where we're quite diversified, is the fact that uh, people take things in a certain tone in which you say them in and how comfortable or how uncomfortable you make them feel. So the tone is, in essence, the driver of whatever emotions you pull out or p- uh, pull through with that individual. But, um, you know, I was watching a documentary. It's called People versus Rainbow Nation. Eh? Mm. And they touched on uh, the fees must fall, the buckle of fighting and whatnot. And they said... It's so funny how when the Fees Must Fall March was happening, all they ever highlighted the media was always the violence that was happening around that. Now, Craig is talking about the tone in which you convey a message. One of the people came out and said, but is that really necessary to focus on and neglect the message that's being said? You get what I'm saying? Yes. It's one way. Like, you cannot only focus on the tone in which something is said. And choose to forget what is being said. If I hurt Lesero, and Lesero decides to come back at me aggressively, you know, call me toward aggressively, I can't hurt him and then expect him to say, to, and expect to tell him how to respond to the pain that I've inflicted, right? Yeah, I hear you. Yes. It's logical. It's logical. Yeah. So if, even in context of conversation, if I'm talking about Look, we need to recognize and allow ourselves to accept that there is classing that is out there. Mm. And the minute we can accept that and recognize it, then we can deal with it. But if we want to say there is no color, I don't see color, then we're being oblivious to to the things that are happening outside. So I think what we've done now is we've pretty much set the tone, right? So we know exactly what we're going to dig into. It's going to be a full hour. We're going to see exactly... How far and what, and how many layers down can we dig into this topic? So for those of you that want to engage with us, like I keep saying on Twitter and Facebook, it's always at cliffcentral.com and just use the hashtag the urban culture drive so the guys at the back know exactly which tweets to look at. And then let us know, right? Do you believe in boxing? Which boxes should exist and which ones shouldn't exist? You know? And I don't know, you know, speak, just listening to, to, to job right now. We say we're free as a society, we're free as a people, but are we all really free? We're not. Not yet, Uhuru. Not yet, Uhuru. Yeah. Is, is the Rainbow Nation a white lie that yes. was built on black pain? As yes. the biggest jute. Yes. Biggest jute. Yes. So you guys just know, but like, uh, Twitter, Facebook, anyway, we'll just go into there now and check it out. So I mean, Candace, why do you say that? 
Uh, like I always say this, the land issue. Let's start with the land issue. We were told to forgive and move on. No one paid a price. There was no, there was, they had a little TRC moment and they were like, shop, we're here now. And can all the black people just forgive all the white people for the atrocious things that they did to us? And this is generational, right? And we had to just be like, okay, shop, cool, bye. Yeah. That it? No compensation, nothing. And, uh, you know, if I were to actually dig it further and say that uh, there's discrimination among those who are actually oppressed. So, for an example, that's why we have classes among people that are Zulu who are, are perceived to be better than those so who are Shangan versus Venda versus... And then even if we were to even break it down from a Zulu, there is a gay Zulu person, there is a straight Zulu person, there's actually discrimination within themselves. So, in general, it's not just the black and white yeah. color... It is just how human beings yeah, are. It's very and, and, and if you really break it down to that level, you can actually see that human beings have been classing things from religion, from race to whatever. Yeah. So, so with that being said then, right? Yeah. Li- living in the society that we do live in. Basically, what we've just said is that listen, the world is a messed up place. Absolutely. Mm. People will always put you in a box. It is what it is. Mm. Okay. I want you to tell me, Craig, right? Cause I think you're the best person to answer this question in that. In terms of how people have treated you, okay, in the workplace, wherever you've been. And I mean, you know, I keep telling people something like racism, right? Racism doesn't shout, it whispers. Yeah. But you know when it's there, you can feel it, right? But with something like the topic we're, we're discussing today, when there's so much discrimination against people of different sexual preferences, yeah. okay? Do you ever think we'll get to a place of Uhuru with that? Uh, well, you know, because uh, we're the f- generation right now f- post-apartheid, it's a bit different. It's quite difficult to actually answer that question. But from what I gathered right now is the fact that, you know, when you are educated, let's say, for example, you go to business school, you study a tax, you learn about communication and you learn about finance and yeah, you learn yeah, about yeah. society. Yeah. What that does is to actually teach you how to conform to a straight aligned society, to a straight aligned Perspective of how mm. the world should be, and you're not realizing that, but psychologically, you're conforming to what society wants. So you're saying this this type of classism um, and and discrimination is embedded in even the, within in the formal education. Education, even, you know, you are supposed to appear a certain way. You're supposed to dress up when mm. you know when you when they give business uh, talks. Yes. You're supposed to say a cer- certain things. You cannot be too much. You cannot be too little. Yeah. So in a way, you're conforming to what somebody has dis- prescribed. Five, ten, twenty years ahead. So, with that, the change must start with what we are taught at school. In, but over and above that. So, as a as as growing up in any household, you are taught as a male that you need affection from a female. You are taught as a male that you are stronger than a female. Absolutely. You are taught as a male that you are dominant. You are your presence must be out. Like you are taught to be. In a position of stature, like strong. Right? You know, I remember when I was, uh, sorry, just jumping there, when I was young, and I would do the most chilled out things. For me, it was great to play around with the girls and whatnot. And then one of my family members said, but, but Craig's feels And I just never got over that. Like, what does that mean? You know, does that mean that, uh, you know? And media also plays that role of painting a man as someone who's supposed to be in charge, dominant, and, 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 and. So, how then do you go into society and 
teach somebody to unlearn that. It must be tough. So I mean, even with some, even with that being said, I want to know and. Candace, I'm looking at you right now. Mm-hmm. So with the society that we have and how judgmental it is and the fact that to be a gay person in South Africa in 2018 is not... The most ideal? It's not ideal at all. Okay. You know, I'm trying to be politically, politically correct, but to be honest, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's, Can it's, I just it's, jump it's, in there? Do you think crazy. that's why many people don't come out, especially people, let's say, that are professionals? Let me put that it. That I've been living with the secret. Do you think that's why they don't come out? Is because. I think too it's too much a, to lose? I think it's a no-brainer. I think, you know, if I were to come out in the workplace and people would be like, oh wow, okay, so this was gay. Already, you remember in, in, in the, the workplace. Stigma. In the workplace right now, you have a multi-generational workforce. So the guys who are the baby boomers who might be an executive in wherever, I don't think they would be too comfortable to be in a certain area. With a certain type of person And not not consciously But I think more importantly subconsciously I think so, most importantly subconsciously So essentially you'll have to suppress Who you really are Because God knows Kubis van Tonder Who is an executive can, Will never respect me again is and, that I, and, the I, and I think that's a reality Craig? I, I think I'm just going to make this very practical And uh, I mean people have different ex- experiences With uh, their sexuality When it comes to Absolutely. working but uh, the one thing that I can almost tell you is that people, whatever you do or whomever you sleep with, number one, they don't want to be made uncomfortable. Number two, they always listen to how you sound. Mm-hmm. So anything that, so that almost creates a pathway with how people react to you. Absolutely. So because of what I know in my head, because I know that I understand how the economy works, I understand how tax works. The moment I speak, I speak in a certain tone, in a certain manner, in a certain accent. People immediately trust me. So 50% of the work is automatically done because I learned that through business school. Okay. Then comes the second thing of how you make them uncomfortable. If I don't dress up like a girl, if I conform and wore suit, wear suits and I go to gym, people are like, Hmm, I can actually, I'm okay with the gay thing. More it's accepting to the, the male. More um, accepting um, to um, the um, male. Embodiment of, of, of being a gay man. Absolutely. So as the, opposed to the drag. As, a, as opposed to this. So the question is, comes to, uh, the question that people should actually be asking is, what about people that have not went through the educational channels that mm. I've been through, the exposure that I've had? So a person from, let's say, Ekwakwa coming to Joburg who is trying to sort of identify where his sexuality is or where her sexuality might be, you know, we'll be actually having, it's going to be a struggle for that person, man. So I sympathize for that person, but you know, the thing is you're saying this and, you know, whenever I do these shows, I, I, I always have a mandate to always try to be as honest as possible. Mm. So yesterday I was at Melrose Arch, mm-hmm. uh, when I called you, Candice, and I was walking to the bank and as I was walking to the bank, there were these three Asian looking, um, girls from afar, okay. right? And I swear to you, as I walked past them, literally my heart stopped. Why? Because my brain, literally, my brain jolted. Because there were these three women, right, with beautiful curves, Mm -hmm. great sets of... Boobs. Cups, right? Yeah. With the most muscular looking face and jawline. Hmm. Okay. I see. Got you. I and see where you're going with I this literally, one. you know, I was walking fast and as soon as, you know, when you catch someone in the corner of your eye, but it was like all three of them walking towards me. Hmm. My walk even slowed down. 
you know when you jolt even yeah. your walk is like what just happened yeah. wow. so as much as we say and, and, and i mean listen we're all educated here yeah. whatever but i don't want to say there's extremes but and, and again it's probably my subconscious but that moment for me and i mean i'm ashamed of it but it was literally a knee-jerk reaction and I don't know. Does that make me a horrible person, Candice? It actually really, sorry, it actually really doesn't because even with me being an openly gay individual and I'm by open, as actually I put it in inverted commas, I don't go out and throw it out to the world. Mm. But if someone asks, I'll be okay with it. I would also have the same reaction, which is even scarier if I were to, if you were to really think about it because those who are oppressed are still oppressing those who are the minority, Absolutely. which is Bizarre. Exactly what he said. It's just the way we have been conditioned. Um, it's how we were socialized as people. Um, it's how you perceive things, right? So perception is reality. So you're going to go, when I see these people, I probably have had, um, a very similar reaction because it's not what you know. It's, you're not exposed to certain things. I don't see this every day. I don't know it. I'm fascinated for God's sake. I'll tell you that. So, so, so to be on to the me, right to side, me, we're, we're talking being, about we're talking about people that are like trans. Yes, yes, trans. yes. I that's think that's where you hit it. That's where you hit it. Yeah, right. let's yes. not just to clarify. Yeah. And let me just say, like, I don't even want to attempt to classify these people because mm. I it's so, I I get so confused. And my friends try to teach me, like, no, no, you get mm. this type of person who's yeah. this and this. And I'm like, you know, what, guys, there. Are, I'm sorry, I'm just there are too many smaller boxes now here. I'm, this is beyond me. But I mean, with that being said, I mean. Everything you're saying is 100% true, okay? But There's a fascination. So I yeah? always, I boil it down to first thought, second thought, third thought. Like, okay, Shap, you see these people, they are transgender people, right? Great. What's your second thought? That's how you are socialized. So what you will think about that is how you were socialized. Everything that's happened within your life has brought you to this place for you to form this sort of opinion on that person. So for me, I'll tell you now from, I would be fascinated as fuck, probably go up to them, probably look like steal a young selfie. Cause I like things, you know, I, mm. I want to know what's happening. I'll be honest. I was genuinely, genuinely scared. Your reaction's different. And I don't know what I was scared of, but I was just not comfortable. It just some, wasn't some, someone else would have found them absolutely beautiful. You know, it's, it's different. Job, what would have you done in that, it, per, in that it, situation? So it goes down to what Candace was saying. It's, it's part of conditioning, right? So in, in my personal practice, and there's an, uh, a conversation I was having with my friend the other day, Uguti, I still don't understand why people want to look at different classes of people differently, like, or, or have superiority over Different classes of people. Um, you know I, I want to jump in there. Okay. Um, people want to distinguish themselves, and and that's what Craig that's, said right in the beginning. That's, that's fine. You want to separate yourself from that's fine. A group of people. I don't have a problem with. It's who we are. So separation. I don't want to be average, right? Yes. So I'm going to class myself with the educated, colored people. If that, I'm going to have to put myself in a goddamn box, that's fine. You understand what I'm saying? You want to you want to be better. My you problem be... is when you want to now apply superiority to say, I'm a straight man. I am more. In possession or in power than a gay guy Or I am much better than a gay guy Or as a gay person you want to say I am much better than a trans individual That's where for me the problem comes You get what I'm saying So that's what I practice I notice these things And I interrogate myself of how they make me feel Mm. You get what I'm saying Mm. So I am comfortable right now where I'm at in my Mm. life Mm. With being naked in front of a gay person and not Feeling anything I hear Or you. not feeling ashamed Because why I acknowledge them As a human being like me 
I made an example the other day, Guti. You have three polos, mm. same polos, painted in different colors. So the one, the fact that one is blue, the one that, the fact that one is red, the one, the fact that the other is yellow makes no difference to the other. They are all the same type of engine. Uh, and that's uh, great, Job. We just don't live in a world or a society where we go, okay, Shab, they're all the same cars. Yes. It's just the color that's different. No one operates like that. And so that's, I'm saying that's the problem. So let me ask a question. Candice, would you be comfortable being gay in front of a gay guy? <laughs> being gay in front of a gay guy? I mean, guy. being <laughs> naked. Sorry. Being I am naked. comfortable being naked in front of literally anyone. Yeah. What? Why Why would I be uncomfortable? So, Job, now we know what we want to do for the next show, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Skip me on that show. But anyway... <laughs> It was just the last comment. You know, it, it, like, you know, me and my stats. One thing that I've realized is that, you know, I know everyone, whether you like to admit it or not, you do visit porn sites, right? Like everyone. Pornhub, it, it, yeah. Pornhub. Free trial. Um, free trial, X view videos, whatever the case might be. Phone erotica. And I've realized Why that do there's I know actually, all of them? yeah, anyway, there are three categories. There is gay, there is straight, and there is trans. So all of them, they're explicitly uh, divided onto three categories. Gay people, straight people or straight porn, and trans porn. So for them, for, for trans people, for them to actually deserve a category, that means that there's actually a demand. For that means that behind closed doors, what people are fantasizing about, y'all. I mean. You know I, what I mean? I mean. And I still go back. For me, classification is not a problem. We need to, you know. But the problem comes when you want superiority over the different groups of classification. Okay. I mean, I am Tswana. You are Shangan. You are Zulu. We are all black. Hmm. But we are classified as Tswana, Shangan, and Zulu. That does not mean a Zulu man is more superior than a Tswana man. Or a Tsonga man is more superior than a Zulu man. Hmm. We are all human. You get what I'm saying? Can I ask a question? Is it not maybe that as a society, as South Africans, we have what I'll call an ingrained classist attitude that is very difficult for us to let go of? Because right now, I can tell you, <laughs> I, I can't think of any Zulu guy that thinks any other culture is better than Zulu. In fact, with Zulus, we, we, like, we have a saying that say that there are Zulus and, the rest. and there's everybody else. And if you go to Kosa guys, you know, Kosa guys same. will say the exact same thing. Mm. And, you know, I keep telling a group of friends of mine this, that most of my friends are all Kosa and I don't know how it happens. But literally, if we go into a social setting and there's a, a group of Kosa guys in one corner, Candice, and there's a group of Zulu guys in another corner, I give it five minutes, something's going to go down. It never, every single time, like clockwork. And then now we're in Joburg, which is a very interesting place, Right. We're in Joburg, and then in Joburg, now we have this whole, where do you live? Do you live in the north? Mm. Do you live in the east? Mm. The Bronx. Do you live Darling. in Midrand? <laughs> you know? The Bronx. And an awkward thing for me, um, Craig, and maybe you can elaborate for me, right? You know with Zulus, there's certain characteristics within Zulu people, right? Yeah. One, they're very ignorant. They think they're always right. Women are here to serve me, blah, blah, blah. There's certain... Yep. Mm. Yeah, there's certain brush strokes that you can Careers to drive a taxi Yes, we know But can I just say one thing about them Is that they will drop racks on you Hey, I'm yes. telling you Who's I mean, we are Out of all, like, the cultures We are beautiful man. people 
Zulu gents will drop Rex on Rex on Rex. Shout out. <laughs> Thank you very much. We are, we are beautiful people. So I want to know, and this is the one thing that I've never understood, right, with my gay friends and people that I interact with. Why is it with gay guys, right? There's such a strong need to almost ingrain their, or to almost ingrain classism. Do you get what I'm saying? I've never made people more judgmental. In my life, right? Than gay people. Yeah, naturally. Because gay people will look at what you drive, they'll make an assumption. They'll look at what you dress like, they'll look at where you live, they'll look at where you work. And already they will break you down. Mm. If you want to be broken down by a person, go to a gay guy and just lay out your life on the table and watch them tear you to shreds. And it's, it's, uh, it's everywhere. It's not even like a group of friends. It's just different people. But why is it? No, I absolutely do agree with you. We do tend to be very, very, very judgmental. But I also think that's a, uh, a sort of a side of immaturity. There's a certain level to these things, you know. You can't compare a gay person who's still in varsity or someone who's already come out, someone who's still comfortable with themselves. But to bring it down... From my perspective, remember, it's not really the holy grain truth. But from what I'm understanding is that because of the fact that gay people have had to work so hard to overcompensate from their abuse or them running away from who they are, Mm. the moment that they feel any form of competition or the moment that they feel that someone is getting closer to where they've worked essentially hard to, they will find a way to somehow bring that person or that individual down because they don't want, I, do, I wouldn't want someone, uh, you know, I've worked this hard and then I hear that there's another, let's say a gay job coming to, uh, you know what? I also have a master's degree. I also have this. I'm also doing that. You immediately feel like, no, no, but I need to somehow be above them. I need to, you know, and it's, 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 it's a maturity thing. Honestly, it's not necessarily the fact that it's the holy grain truth, but from that perspective is that people just, those who have not matured enough, you know, they'll want to outphase, outbeat everyone. And Instagram you. is not making it easy. Yeah. It is just not making it's it easy. It's just inflating the ego. It's just inflating the ego because at the end of the day, we could either work together. Yeah. But I don't want to be next to a Kasi gay, but I want to be a gay right activist. What the hell does that mm. mean? You know what I mean? So, Job, tell me, what's the one gay generalization that you think or feel is true? But I think we feel is true. Jeez. Mm. I even dropped the bed music for that one. Yeah. One gay generalization that I think we feel. They're very sexual. <gasps> so, so yeah. for those of you, for those of you that just want to. By a time it can't. <laughs> I think more than heterosexual people. Yeah. I think the problem is that you and Les get hit on too much. By no, but I've had conversations I mean, with, with aside people. from when I Greg, I've had encounters and conversations mm. with a number of people who are gay. Yeah, and majority of the time mm. they'll talk about the extent of sexual encounters and sexual activity they have, which some so, people are open to back, hearing about. Exactly, mm-hmm. and when you sit back as job as a straight guy, and I'm thinking I have a girlfriend, but I don't get it that much. <laughs> it's <laughs> you get what I'm saying. So. That's one thing. I don't know whether it's true, but in my encounters, that's the generalization. Okay, there. okay, okay. Fine. Okay. Can, can I, can it's I, your turn. Okay. Um, I would say be dramatic. They're dramatic. All of them are super dramatic, extra, outcha. And that's also, I think, plays into an overcompensation thing of like, yeah. see me, hear me, feel me type of thing. 
So for me, okay, well, I started with the whole classes thing, but I mean, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll do another one. Um, I just need, cause the thing is, I, I actually do agree with Ken's one, but if I were to pick one, I would say they are quite, they're very driven. They don't take no for an answer. They don't. Mm-hmm. So let's, Hold it there, right? I want to unpack this. Yeah. So, Craig, mm. job says one generalization is that a lot of gay guys are very openly sexual people who like to talk about their encounters. I just want to know from you. Yeah. Just true or false? I don't know. Hey? Honestly, it just really it's it's a very big generalization. You mm. know, I, I feel like. This, I mean, right now, especially with the spread of HIV, AIDS, STDs mm-hmm. among the gay people who are a minority, you don't necessarily want to put yourself too out there. And also this comes with education and maturity. It's not necessarily that everyone, uh, doesn't want to be sexual, but now people are actually a lot more, they take a lot more precautions. And my understanding with, you know, my experience is that straight people are actually quite hoes. You know, I, I, a straight guy can <laughs> go to a club and have 10 girlfriends in the same venue. Yeah. And you guys are busy just making sure things are intact. Yeah. A straight guy can have a side chick, a main, like it's a girlfriend everywhere as long as he's got money. So my understanding is that that generalization is a bit obscure now, but in the past, I would definitely agree with you. You know. That's actually a very interesting way of putting it. Because I was about to rebuttal, but then you had a point there when you was, yeah, was, meh, men are trash. Um, so secondly, and I tend to agree with Candace on this one, okay? I want to know from you, true or false, generalization is that, a really large generalization is that a lot of gay guys are overly dramatic. That is absolutely true, but yeah. also that depends on the setting. That depends on the setup. I cannot be overly dramatic within a certain setup, like mm. my family, for an example, or mm. certain type of people, certain type of friends. I mm. need to know my surrounding. I need to be aware of my energy. But when I'm with my friends, mm. that I'm allowed to be, I can express myself as much as I want. But also, it, it just depends on the setup, fam. So are you saying then that because of society... Mm. Because, I mean, you're your happiest when you are your most free with your friends. Absolutely. Because of society, you cannot be that free and therefore cannot be that happy. That Absolutely. Just... You cannot. You cannot. That's actually quite, that's actually quite intense. Yeah. That's actually quite intense. But, but it's the communities we live in, right? And so I said it's, it, I mean, but uh, can I just take it back to that tweet that you once tweeted about resonating with a, a gay song? Yeah. For an example, that was like so. We're just reversing roles here. The moment that you are s- almost a straight guy yeah. in touch with your feminine, yay, yeah, yeah, you catch flack. You know, yeah. you catch flack. Yeah. So it's just reverse rolling. You know, we the moment that I become too gay or so gay, yeah. I have to almost go back and conform to Liz. And so, say, so you want to remain as palatable as possible to a certain group of people. The, so boardroom meeting, boardroom Craig meeting, oh, sexy, must but, please just mm, you know what I mean and. It, Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. The dramatic aspect of Craig or Sexy works in a lecture hall when you're with the student oh, yeah. and they just love that, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. because you can express yourself. In a meeting, it works, but with a certain twist. When you want to break ice, you know, you could Got use you. it. So it just like honestly depends on the setup, the scenario, what's happening, what's being asked, what's not being asked. So the society is making you not being able to live freely. Is so I could then say that is part of the addition why the, 
are there actually, firstly, a lot of closet gay people? I guess we'd never know. And then, if they are, is it because of society or is it because of preferential treatment? I really think that that just depends on the person who supposedly in the closet, uh, what they mean to society in general. For an example, for me, because I know I'm comfortable being myself, I do, I'm not necessarily a politician or my, I don't have a business worth 50, $50 billion or whatever the case might be. So society's outlook on me is, does not necessarily impact the bottom line or nor the top line for in, when it comes to financials, you know? So people who are generally in the closet are normally powerful people and have a lot to lose. Because of society. So I think it would just naturally depend. You know, there are people that are your typical black excellence. You mm. know, they, they, they live in four ways. They do the most, but they don't, they're not in executive positions. They're not in, they're not in the, they're not that individual that keep a person in the bank, you know? So basically, especially if you're in a formal setting, Absolutely. that's really tough for you to be who you are. So let me ask this question. Let me just bring this thing back home. Okay. Job, you're going to have kids one day, right? Yep. Hundred percent. How would you feel mm. if no? Ask this born, question. Ask it. Your firstborn mm. son mm. was was gay. Was gay. So it's funny you ask this because that's what we were talking about just last week with the guys. Yeah. And I was pissed at them when they had a thing. I would if my son was gay, I'd have to accept it, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't come off naturally. Mm. Mm. For me, I wouldn't have a problem with it. It wouldn't mm. even be a matter of I'd have to accept it or not. Mm. And I'm not, and I'm not, Projecting. I'm not calling bullshit here. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about who I am and how mm. I look at things. Mm. Hence, I see, which is a fast stretch from society, but people are the same, dude. We are all the same. We are all the same. Fuck it. We are all the same. So for me to have a different feel about that case, because society is saying a male straight person is superior to a gay person. Which is nonsense. Candice, same question. Um, yeah. Um, if my, if my, if my son came out to me or my daughter came out to me as gay, I would be so freaking fine with it. Genuinely, I'll be fine with it. I, I think, think that the I, world is changing. Let me just say something. The world is changing. The more educated you are, the more open you are to these things and you, you're exposed to these experiences. There's a way you will then draw a conclusion, but people are ignorant to gay people and, no, and, and uh, that uh, lifestyle. They're uh, ignorant. Yeah, that's true. But if I were to adopt a kid mm-hmm. and he's male and he would turn out gay, I'd be very sad mm-hmm. because of the things that he's going to have to go through. See, that's that, your that's experience because you know, you're firsthand. Yeah, because yeah, I would know yeah. it's going to get rough before it gets better. So, can I ask a question? Greg, when you hear these two say they'll be fine if their kids were gay, right? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Do you believe them? No. Absolutely not. I think it's something that they have to go through. You and know, digest properly. Digest okay. properly. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me stop you right there. Okay. Now, as a Zulu person from a Zulu culture, right? I know for a fact that if my kid was gay, there would be a very large part of me that would not be okay with it. And, uh, I don't know whether, I don't even, I, I'm really reluctant to say it's a Zulu thing, but I think it's just a male bravado that is an issue. I think it is just how society is set up. And I think to a very large 
it's a very large, um, it's a very large deal when you're in such an ingrained cultural environment and you introduce something that almost shocks the system within that cultural space. Um, are you asking me something? <laughs> I mean, you, you, you wanted to say no, something. No, like no, no. I, I completely lost my train of thought, but I wanted to interject. Um, I want to know why you, okay. Well, you've explained you why, explain but, um, it's okay. Can't proceed as normal. So, so proceed. your reasons of why go back to my statement. It mm. is because of how you are programmed. And I always say this, guys, in AA, and I once saw this, in a thing. Can I just say, they hold on, say, just, just stop right there, okay? Yes. Now, for those of you that don't know Job, and you listened to the show yesterday, yes, he's a cool guy, yes, he's very deep, okay? But it's very suspicious to me, you cannot not have a, a conversation with Job, and he doesn't bring out the lessons from AA. Yes. And it always starts with, listen guys, this is what they say in AA, not that I've been there, but I so heard someone say. Just you know divulge. why? Because they're so impactful to our because those are people who are struggling. Yeah, issues. They're having real life yeah, issues. Real, real life issues, not frivolous things. And those are life lessons that are teaching them. Yeah, and I take another sip there, of my wine. <laughs> what can they I have say some? There, mm, Mr. A. What they yeah? say is that, yeah. take what you must from whatever you learn and leave the rest. I agree. So we've been programmed so much in society that yeah. we need to be a certain way. Yeah. Think a certain way, yeah. live a certain way. Yeah. Hence, I can say because I apply myself to my life and how I want to live it and project it, and say, keep going. Don't stress. It's just another day in Africa. Mm. For those of you that don't know, um, we just have a bit, a bit of a power surge, but it's yeah. cool. We're in Africa. We're okay. So, and that's why I can live my life and say, I hear what society is saying. I see what society is doing, but it starts with me, and as my kid. Part of the reason that I can help them through whatever challenges they go through as a gay person mm. is by firstly me accepting them. So if at home they feel accepted, mm. fuck the world. Excuse mm. my French, mm. but literally fuck the world. So a lot of, I, I personally feel that a lot of gay people and trans people yeah. and lesbo people that have issues with society yeah. is because also at home it's not that easy. But once it becomes easy at home, I'm not saying society is going to change around you. Yeah. But it helps you go through society or straight through society much easier. So, so let me, let me put this on the table, right? So it's, it's very easy as an individual to say you'll be cool with this. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I want to know, Candace. So you've married the man of your dreams. Okay. It's a tall buff Zulu guy making racks. And you guys do fall pregnant and it is a baby boy. And seven years later, you, you know, he just comes out to you and says, listen, I'm gay. My husband. Or this guy that knocked <laughs> me up. Or who's, who's coming out as gay? My husband. Oh, right? sorry. No, 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 no. The kid. Sorry. Sorry. But sorry, he's your seven son. years old. Okay. Well, you can. No, okay. He's 15. Age. Let's just say he's 15. Okay. And my son comes out to me as gay. You yes. should have actually asked what I would have done if it were my husband. Hold on. That, that's Hold, a little more challenging. Yeah. To, to I know. Handle. But the first question I want to ask is, and your husband's not okay with it. Oh, and my husband's not okay with it. What do you do then? Daddy is going to have to fucking get over it. Dad will have to process. Process it. Process it. Feel it. Be angry. Be annoyed. Go to your ndlozi. Figure it out. But this is what's happening. My son is gay. Process it. And the reason why I'm asking this is because it's not outside. It's not far-fetched to think that some fathers would abandon their sons because they're gay. Oh, it happens every day. It happens every day. But I mean, when that does happen to your marriage, Candace, 
and my husband decides to shuck because his son's gay. What do you and do? And I then? married a little bitch. Hey. <laughs> I married a little oh bitch. Oh my god. The end. Look, dude. To which their own is going to be painful because not only are you losing a family structure, you are losing a life partner. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I will never leave my child because of what my wife decides. So tell me this, right? Speaking about kids and mm. being parents, Craig, maybe you can break it down for me, right? So yeah. why is it? And I mean, every single time I see a gay couple that has adopted a kid, it's always a girl. I, I've no. always found that very fascinating. I I I I have no idea. I do, the thing is, that's the problem. I cannot generalize, but I've. But have I you know. picked? Have you picked up that trend though? Because I, I have. It's because it's because you watch what's that show again? That American show, Modern Family. You watch too much Modern Family. Maybe that's why. But other than that, but I I, I don't necessarily think it's about a girl or a, it, mm. it, it really. As a matter of fact, if I were to adopt a kid, if I were to have a kid, whether through whatever process, I would want a boy. Because I just can relate more to boys than I can to girls. So I think it just depends on who you, you relate. What's your personality like, honestly? Yeah, I, I don't think it's got anything to do with... um with Yeah, with your orientation, with, yeah, honestly. Yeah, it's got nothing to so do with So basically, I'm just seeing things. You're it, seeing it's things, just modern and also family. just like, who would you want? Like, if you have, if you um, were to have a child right now, male or female? Oh, it's, no, it's, that, it's that silly. It's I'm, that having, I'm having a squad of boys. Exactly. I want a girl. So and then all. someone else would want to have girls. And so that's, that's yeah. basically, but it's got nothing to do with, 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 I, I guess, want a firstborn girl. Um, okay. So, you know, long story short, I've been seeing things, basically what we're saying, but we've unpacked this as much as we, we could, but, um, seeing that we're getting to know everyone, right? I think let's kick off something and let's rapid fire and we do it every week, right? And we want to start this with, with, with Candice Okay So Candice is going to ask Everyone okay. in the studio Some questions You get to choose How you do it Okay And I don't even think There's a prize I think it's just Conversation and kickstarters To be honest And we're going to Flow from there Because Another thing that I want to do Is This co- I mean this type of conversation I mean it's 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 fundamental to have But I also want to Air it out And give every single topic Enough time to breathe. To breathe. Mm. So with that being said, just uh hold on to that da will be back right after this. You said you never leave. But why am all alone? I've been on my knees. Just hope you hear the sound. So hear me when you need me. I'll be on the way. So I don't remember you You said I'd never reach So I don't remember you yeah. I got the coley on the wrist On the rollies and the stitch And I'm sorry getting rich I got my homies in this bitch I brought the crew for you I don't know, no, I won't do for you Want the Gucci and the Louis, spend no money on the bitch Plus a nigga out here ballin' Metro booming in the bitch I could do for you I don't know, no, I won't do for you yeah. I know you need me So I really like this song But I can never say this guy's name Who is this? Who is this actually? Shane Eagle But who's the other guy? Oh. It's like K-L-Y like. Yeah, Kyle Kyle But you don't spell Kyle K-L-Y That's how they spell it and pronounce it 
That's just yeah. Wait how did they spell it Say that again K-L-Y That's not Kyle Nah uh, uh, They were reaching They nah, were nah, reaching nah, so reach. You know when you try to be I like You know when you try to be like edgy. Overly Overly cool Yes And you just get it wrong Yeah It's like um, it, what are, What's it called um, Dead mouse Spelled with a five Yeah And I was like Dead mouse five Dead Who That's would name so themselves Dead mouse five What it like But you know what is good though You know what is good though Ray 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 Shrimmed. Yeah, and but Ray Shrimmed is good. Yeah. But you can't pronounce it. That's a Ray Shrimmed. Ray Shrimmed. Because it's German he has spells backwards. You said you didn't receive them. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, guys, we're back. You're, uh, you're <laughs> tuned into the Urban Culture Drive. We are on cliffcentral.com. If you didn't know, now you know. It is 53 minutes past the hour. Litmus. Guys, we're going to jump into a really cool, um, segment, which we've recently introduced. Um, but we will be switching it around every now and then. So today's is called Ask a Gay. Hashtag. Hashtag Ask a Gay. We need you to engage with us on the socials too, guys. We're at Urban Culture Drive. Pull through with your opinions. We have been seeing a couple on um, Twitter. Thank you, guys. We see you. We see you. We see you. Okay, so this is this is aimed at you, Craig O'Sexy. Okay. So I, I tried to find like... So I went online and I'm like, okay, cool. What are, what are the five questions that gay people really... That, that annoy gay people a whole lot, you know? Mm-hmm. But you always get it asked. Okay. So I'm gonna name a few. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read out a couple. So you guys, and you can agree with that. You can add, add your inputs oh, if yeah. need be. Okay, cool. So here goes number one. Are you really gay? You don't look gay to me. Yes, yes, that I get, get that asked. a lot. I get that a Is lot. it annoying or do you just explain it away? I, I actually find it as a compliment. Is honestly. It? <laughs> it's very true. So the aim is to look straight. You know? <laughs> Okay, cool. Best of both worlds. Next one. When did you become gay? Like you had a choice. Yeah, like, like it, it just a- drizzled down. You know, there was a little split. There was a little, you know, fairy that just said, you know what? <laughs> Today, nah, get the day. Was it by Stabani? No, no, no. I hate that question. I get that all the time, but I hate it. Here's actually, here's another one that's really cool. So who's the woman in the relationship? Who's Bobby? Who's Ken? That's how they usually... Ask it. Those are more Americans, but mm. black guys usually don't ask it like that. Hey. So you, you, uh, I, I get it. It's, it's a bottom and top thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we don't care for that. It's bottom top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there are some things that you just generally don't discuss, but most black people don't ask it like that. That's such an American thing to, okay. to say. So no, no, I'd never get that question from black people. Okay, cool. And, yeah. and, and, and I think I'm going to stop right here and I want you to, to think of questions you've yeah. always wanted to ask a gay no, man. I mean, I no holds barred because we're here with a mate of ours. Who's Willing to educate us So last one um, Does it hurt? Hmm. <laughs> I'm hmm. not going to lie I've asked all I of these th- questions I think, I think I'm it's sorry. like It just depends No but it, it just depends I cannot say out loud What I do But from my experience With regards to <laughs> With regards to With regards to sex The people that I've had Into uh, well, Sexual relations with <laughs> They would say the first time Yeah it was Quite uncomfortable But okay. uh, they Because you, you know ease when, into when, no, no 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 Not just ease into it There's like It's like breaking your virginity There's like Yeah It's like breaking your yeah. virginity So the but first time sucks It's sore There's blood <laughs> But like the 900th time <laughs> I would say the there's second There's a feeling I'd probably really say good. the second It's okay Okay, okay cool <laughs> Joby You wanted to ask something Okay. So okay, no, 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 I'll, I'll kick off here. Let me just try and break this a little bit. So listen, so I've, I've, I've just picked like 
two really dope um, tweets on Twitter, right? So the first one is from uh, Mo Ketchup Straight Sauce. No Ketchup Straight Sauce. Mm-hmm, okay, cool, mm-hmm. fine. So it says, not all Zulu people think the same, right? Not all Zulu people are stubborn. That's a stereotype. And in fact, it's a myth, not a fact. Um, Ooh, that's Kevin for you. That's it's Kevin. Not, it's, not, it's not a holy grail truth. Kevin, you don't That's have my to be opinion. PC on the show. Come through with facts only. So but seeing, thank that, you. seeing that he's talking about that, so I want to ask, right? Yeah. As a gay guy, right? In terms of like the South African cultures, yeah. right? Which men do you think are best? In terms of South African oh. cultures. So Zulus, Tuanas, oh. Afrikaners, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. If you had to pick one, which one would it be? It would definitely be Shangan. It is so easy to relate to. Oh my uh, they're just so easy to relate to. Easy to work with. Mm. This language is sexy. I'm not just flexing it. And in I'm terms Shanghai. of like Rex, like are they? <laughs> are they are they moneyed? Are they moneyed? What's going on? I think I think even the fact that you know we're close to vendors and set should speak for should itself. speak volumes. Yeah. Hey. I mean, we're hardworking. Shout we're, out! You know what I mean. Shout I think out. I think it's just it's just I, maybe it's because I'm being very subjective because it's easier to it's rare to find an openly gay person in Joburg who's Shangan or I mean we recently found one in the bank but that turned out to be a stupid douchebag. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not even trying now. Okay, listen, three minutes left, Job. Uh, one question. Yeah. Quick. Being that it, I, does it mean you are gay if you sleep with both people? Like. Brilliant question. Male and female. Brilliant question. No, no, I think people are just very, uh, experimental. Yeah, they want yeah. to experiment and they're just quite fluid. So, so, so it, it just really reflects nothing. I feel like, I mean, it's, I've, I've, you, you've had those moments where, you just are curious about something. It doesn't define who you so are. So what makes a, oh, last one? What makes a closet gay a gay person? Why why would you classify them as gay if, if, they're, in a, if they, they're in a stable yeah. relationship uh, with a family? Because but time and again they go out and do the no. Things. But that's because they feel the same emotions as I do towards men. So they probably have the same sexual attraction. So it's an emotional. It's an emotional connection. It's not. You don't just wake up and just decide goodbye. You know, okay, mm-hmm. it just happens that you're okay, you're born that way. So it absolutely had nothing to do with whether they're married or not married or it's just who you are inside and how you look at a girl or how you look at a guy or whatever the case might be. Okay, right. you know what? This has been a lot, fam. We need another segment. Yeah, so yeah, we need another segment and I really need to go read We need a series. A series. Once, near Young Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm serious. Game, like, ga- game of Urban <laughs> Culture Drive. So listen guys, uh, yeah, so the, <laughs> the producer police are telling me we're running out of time. And again, it's an hour. And again, we say we need to, but it's fine. Yeah, you know, yeah. we'll, um, we'll slowly, slowly work our way into it. And hopefully with your guys' support, you know, keep downloading the podcast. Yeah, you know, shout out show to the, the love, guys. Absolutely. And just one last thing to say. God made the earth, the sun, the Every moon, day. people. Everything. And then God made the gay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Everything. So, what you know, a way to end the show. I was going to ask everyone for a quote, but I mean. But I, he wrapped it up. Goodbye. He wrapped it up. It's, it's Craig's show, guys. <laughs> so. Um, on, on Instagram and Twitter, it's Craig or Sexy. Go out, check it out, check him out, see how he thinks, see how he looks. Check his thighs. Enjoy the gram, enjoy the gram. Ladies, guys. Love, love, love. Cliffcentral.com.